Hey Rebels, yup, if you listen to this podcast, that means you're a motherfucking rebel. <laughs> hey Ashley, Hello. thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you're a mathematician. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get that answer a lot from lawyers. They're like, I'm a recovering lawyer. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually should start using that since I'm like transitioning now into entertainment. Yeah. I'm like a former, former, yeah. So how did you get into this? When did you know math is my calling? I want to make a career out of math. Probably when I started to get really shitty at it, <laughs> which is weird. But when I was in high school, it was the only class I did well in. Mm. Um, but when I say well, I mean that I survived it. So I took every math course and my physics teacher used to make fun of me because he would call me math girl Uh and he would be like, you're not the best. He was very brutally honest. He's like, you're not the best at math, but you're the most enthusiastic. (laughs) And uh, so he, I I actually really liked him. He uh, let us build a trebuchet for our midterm, an actual trebuchet. Oh my God. I'm not talking about a little like we, we built, we had to carry it in a truck and stuff. It was a full size trebuchet, not like medieval size, maybe like half that size. Okay. But you could still, you could blow someone's house apart with this thing. Oh my God. So that's what we did for a <laughs> midterm. So he was cool, but, um, he let me basically take any style of test taking that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So physics is kind of weird because any problem, at least in the early stages of learning physics, there's like five ways to solve a single problem. Right. And I would always take the really math heavy way. Okay. And my answers were usually wrong. And all my other teachers, whenever I did that, were like, don't do that. You're going to be wrong. It's not even worth it. And he was very different. He would help me like see the problem Mm -hmm. and solve it from more of a physical perspective. Trying to think of an exact example, probably use the trebuchet as an example. If I was trying to solve how far could I launch a pumpkin <laughs> from a trebuchet. Okay. So this is in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. This okay, is in this New Hampshire. Sense. New so Hampshire antics. Got course, it. Of course we would build a trebuchet <laughs> and have a cannon at school. Um, if Live I was free or die, yeah, <laughs> it's usually the die part. That's usually what happens to us. Um, if I had to solve that, it would just be like a very basic equation that everybody else would use. But for right. me, I would be adding too many elements in. I'd be like, what's the wind <laughs> direction. Right. And is it rocking when it launches? And he said, I would overcomplicate things, mm-hmm. but I thought that's what he wanted. Like when you ask me, how far can I launch a pumpkin? I'm taking all that into consideration. Cause right. I'm like, well, you wanted to know how far to launch the pumpkin. Were so. you the only girl working on this? No, uh, there were three girls in my class. One of them was my best friend who Mm. I had to drag her. She was very upset. (laughs) It always reminds me of a scene in Harry Potter where uh, he wants to take potions or something in like the sixth movie. And Ron's like, I don't want to do that. And he drags him anyway. I'm like, that was me and M for physics. But uh, I think she liked it. Yeah. I don't know. But after he helped me visualize and realize that I was overcomplicating a lot of stuff, as I got better at that, though, he would add questions to make it complicated. So I basically was going in ass backwards. Got it. Um, because I think I was, I don't know, I'm not like an overcomplicated person. I think I just try to really take into account every scenario that's yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. And so after that, and I told him that I want to stick with math and he was like, do you want to make money? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, because I had grown up poor for most of my life. So I was right. like, fuck, yeah, I want to make money. Yeah. He was like, then don't go into physics or math. Cause you're not going to make any. 
And I was like, cause I wasn't good enough basically is what he was saying for math. Cause mathematicians <laughs> can make a lot of money if they're super smart Got it. or depending if you want to be a professor or something, mm-hmm. but physics, man, you gotta be real good and you gotta know where, where to go with it yeah. to make money in it. And so I was, he was like, just maybe do accounting or finance or something. Mm-hmm. Cause we always need an accountant. Yeah. That everybody fucking boring. Yeah. But that was, that was what I originally went to school for. Got it. I went to UNH for accounting mm-hmm. and I hated it, but you hate school your whole life anyway. So you're just, yeah. you don't realize you're doing anything wrong. Yeah. And then I was an accountant for years and I fucking hate it. So that's when I went back to school and I was like, fuck all this. And I did math and I did a bunch of science courses and I was like, I want to basically work at SpaceX. I don't, I can't, I know I won't actually work there. <laughs> you have to be like a genius, but I just didn't want to do. So growing up here in Florida, you get to go to space camp. What the fuck? Yeah. So at Cape Canaveral, that Ugh. was one of the things we did. Now, not obviously not every Floridian, but like my group where I grew up. Is this like a summer camp? Or- yeah, you could go for summer camp. And- Did we take adults? <laughs> Can I go now? Actually, I don't know. That's a good question. It definitely was all kids when I went, but I loved it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Two weeks were up there at Cape Canaveral, the Kennedy Space Center. And I recently went back like... Uh, two months ago, whenever the last launch was for SpaceX. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which one. Literally has not changed since the 90s when I went as a kid. Is that a good thing? I feel like they should No, it's a terrible stuff. thing. Yeah. They need to update the money that's coming in with Blue Origin and SpaceX. Like, update the damn place. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but isn't that NASA's place? It is, but yeah, SpaceX and Blue Origin, uh, I think, did like a 20-year lease. So they definitely have some money. Well, they're not spending it on kids, shocker. No. So <laughs> they're not. I mean, compared to what's the place in LA, the the big dome on the in the Hollywood Hills, the big telescope place. Oh my god, isn't it terrible that I can't? The observatory. The I observatory. Yeah. That one's so nice. It is very nice. It's very like yeah. that's like one of the nicest ones I've ever been to. And you would think they would put a little more money into the Florida one, but maybe in Griffith. time. Yes, Griffith. Griffith. This is a delayed reaction. Griffith's uh, Observatory. That's okay. right. With each caramel cider, there will be a 10-second delay. It'll get delay. worse and worse. <laughs> and it definitely get worse, for sure. I'm already bad at it as it is. Well, okay, so I love your TikToks. The reason I love them so much, one, I just love TikToks in general. It's a bunch of great. crazy, complicated information compressed into 30 yeah. seconds or less. And you do a fantastic job putting Thanks. them together. I really, really enjoy them. It's kind of weird. Like, I didn't really care about this stuff as much when I was younger. Like, yes, it was bewildering, but that's kind of where it was left. Like, the, it was like almost magical, fantastical. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, that's not reality. Let me move on with my life. Yeah. But now that the tech has gotten to the point where um, it's more explainable, I have found a basically a rise in the interest of it now. Yeah. Yeah. The technology makes it way more accessible for people. Absolutely. It was really hard before because when I, when I first went to college for accounting, Mm -hmm. I was doing computer and math stuff on the side. It was my Mm -hmm. minor. I didn't end up completing it because it was too much, but yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it was just this dry ass textbook stuff. I mean, this is early 2000s. So, cause I'm ancient, but so the technology (laughs) wasn't great, you know, and it was just, yeah, you're just looking at texts. And that's how you solve every problem. And it's, you need so much imagination and imagination isn't really what STEM people are great at. To be perfectly honest, Mm. we're not artists. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it just required a lot of imagination that I I don't think I had. Mm -hmm. And then when I went back, like in mid 2010s, 
oh my God, the technology made such a big difference. You had so many videos where they were visualizing things for you. You can YouTube again, not much of a thing in the early 2000s. Right. Any question you had, like if I had a question, my mom was like, look it up in a dictionary. I'm like, thanks mom. So thank God for YouTube. (laughs) I could have never gotten through my, my college without it. I wish it was a thing. I mean, it existed at the time, but it wasn't like, (laughs) it's crazy now. Yeah. It wasn't a thing as much. I was getting by in college, but man, what they have now, it's like, if you fail, like you're, come an, on. like you're an asshole, right? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Especially with chat no. GPT. Oh yeah. Well that's for like writing papers, I yeah. think, but well, it'll do math as well. Oh really? Yeah, absolutely. It'll even, um, it'll even analyze P and L statements, financial statements. Oh, oh, it does everything. Maybe I should go back to grad school. <laughs> now I feel like it's probably fair game. Right. Get some chat GPT. But it's like, it. if you're failing, even at like a basic, um, a basic major, like you're an asshole or you're going to like, actually I heard <laughs> or you're doing literally nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, or you're going asshole. to a hard school, but like I heard Harvard's not that hard in undergrad, like friends that I've had who've gone there are like, eh, it's okay, hard. So but. it's interesting. You say that. I don't understand how it could be harder. Like the information is the information. It's how much information in what amount of time. Yeah. That's maybe, maybe that's the difference. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, I'm just like, at the end of the day, you know, chemistry is chemistry. Like what more could Harvard do? It's how fast you're moving. I get, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Also I think for chemistry, it depends on the facility. Cause like our engineering department was probably our best department mm-hmm. at UNH at the time, in my opinion, anyway, yeah. their facility was amazing. They had a lot of labs. Any science class you took was a lab. So it was very time consuming and you had so many experiments to do all of the time. So in one school, you might just learn about it in theory on a piece of paper. And then at UNH, it was like, oh no, you're doing this by hand. And now you just accelerated the time frame. So it's like, well, how am I supposed to get all this done? You know? So I think that's what made it difficult. I never went to Harvard. So what was your undergrad major exactly? Accounting. Okay. It was accounting. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went back later. Mm-hmm. For mathematics. Got it. And then grad school during COVID, which of course was a disaster because yeah. everyone was remote. Yes. That's terrible. But now it's better. Yeah. It's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> but I mean, when we were told that the rest of the rest of grad school was going to be remote, me mm-hmm. and a lot of other students were like, no way. So they had this option. I don't know if it was because of COVID, but they let us leave mm-hmm. and then you can come back at whatever time you want. Like you don't have Got to it. reapply and go through that whole process. They'll oh, just, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Because they knew that the students, a math mm-hmm. graduate degree mm-hmm. on your little laptop. Yeah. Fuck me. I was like, no way. There's no way. <laughs> so from everything you've learned in mathematics, what is the one thing that really could keep you up at night or what has blown your mind where you're just like, man, my math is not mathing. Oh, it's the or- dimensions. dimensions. It's dimensions for sure. Cause that's what pushed me to go to grad school. Uh, that's what I wanted my thesis to be on. And I wanted to really explore that, which of course no money in it, but right. there would be one, there will be one day. All right. So explain the dimensions. Is there, uh, I've always heard up to the fifth dimension. Is there only five or we're unsure of how many dimensions there are? Uh, it depends on what you're talking about in math. It's infinite. But in the oh physical God. world, okay. I know because it's just a numbers game, okay. but in the physical world, as far as we know, this is it. It's just what you can see. And then physicists say time is the fourth dimension time, uh, but it, that's not like spatial. It's not like a physical place. Mm-hmm. I don't know why physicists do it. They have their own realm of crunching numbers Okay, for a mathematician. The fourth dimension would be a place that you can physically go to and explore so that's, so, it is confusing. Okay. So time would be a physical place you could go. 
know that this is why I hate that this has happened, but physicists use four just to mean time. And then five is the next dimensional space. Whereas in the math world, we consider their fifth number four. It's so stupid. It's like, why did you add, couldn't you just say like 3.5 to make this less confusing? So we're all on the same page on what the fourth is. But yeah, it's, well, you, you gave a great analogy on TikTok, how the fifth dimension would be like paging through a book. Yeah. And you could stop at any page and go to that time. Right. Cause that would be a dimension below you. Cause okay. You can always do anything below you, but you can't go up. So you cannot physically go up. Right. I mean, it works like that for our world, right? Like I'm a third dimensional object and I can touch anywhere on this desk, but this part of the desk, if it's 2d cannot touch that part, it has to traverse through all this. Whereas I can pick up my arm and just do that. So it's Uh, faster or I can break the table in half. So what is the first dimension? A dot. A single point. A single point. Okay. Understood. Okay. Yeah. And then two is like a line or this. I mean, it's almost not the table because the table has bumps and Mm -hmm. cracks. And so it almost doesn't count if you want to be really specific about it. But generally we say a piece of paper. Okay. And then you can cut this desk in half and make the two ends meet. And that's how they can meet each other. But otherwise, yeah, you can only go down. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It's very, it's very confusing. And whenever I talk about it, I always have to like write a script. Okay. And really come over it because I know how convoluted this entire subject is. So, so is, is it, we are, are dimensions basically layers? I think that's the best way to conceptualize it. I'm literally thinking of a layered cake. Yeah. I think, or I'm just hungry. I, Either no, one. <laughs> I would also eat cake. Yes. If there was any uh, I think that's just the best way to mm-hmm. help people visualize it. Otherwise it, it's just, it's too difficult. Okay. So if you, so you have the dimension, so can dimensions exist with the multiverse, like both exist yep. at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So it's not one or the other. Um, do you mean like there can only be a multiverse in multiple dimensions or, and, or I don't know what I mean. That's the best part. Like, I mean, in theory, if we have higher dimensions and parallel mm-hmm. universes are real, they also would have to have higher dimensions. Cause it's mm-hmm. a parallel universe. It's the same as ours. So theoretically there shouldn't be a limit. Theoretically. But okay. again, we've never been there. So we don't, Right. So the, so does the math just prove it theoretically? Yeah. It doesn't prove it. It can play with it. Can play with it. That's the best way of putting it. Cause it's a numbers game. You can do anything with numbers. Math is so wishy-washy. People think it's like really concrete and it's the word of God, but it's like not at all. It's, I mean, I, I saw proofs in college where one plus one did not equal two and things like that, depending on, it's almost like political you can manipulate it yeah numbers are like that too what would be an example of one plus one not equaling two? Oh, that's a proof and you don't want to read it believe me it's an <laughs> like even i was like shoot me in the face now <laughs> i absolutely don't give a shit about this because math has their own way of proving something's true the mm-hmm. best example i have for that that's the easiest is what is an even number mm-hmm. like, what's the first thing you think of when you two. think of an even number two right it's whatever's divisible by two right um but in the math world that's not the answer. Actually, it's like you can't even use that as an answer because that doesn't work. You have to write this like three page proof on what an even number actually is. Actually, oh. I think it's like a one page proof. It's like one of the first proofs you do is proving what an even number is. Is that the same for odd numbers as well? No, odd numbers have a different thing. Oh my! God. But it's like a similar <laughs> approach, it's like a similar yeah paper essentially that you write to say why it's an even number without saying because you divide by two. Because in the math world, that's not an answer. Right? They're crazy. 
They're crazy. <laughs> like the more you get into math, the more you're like, you're all psycho. <laughs> like, what is this? So do you, do you believe in parallel universes? Do you think that is the most probable thing that is happening? God, I'm not entirely sure. It would definitely satisfy some things. You know, it would definitely make people feel better about, I mean, one of the best, it could be either or, but like, I'm from New England. Mm-hmm. If you ask a New Englander, do you believe in ghosts? They're going to be like, no. But then if you ask them, I thought you were going to say yes. No, <laughs> no, most of them will be like, no. But if you ask them, have you ever seen one or something yeah. you can't explain? They're like, oh yeah. And that discrepancy, mm-hmm. it's just fine in their mind because they have things they can't explain. Cause when you live in new England, those houses are like hundreds of years old. I was say, like, I've been to Salem. Yeah. Which was a disappointment by the way. Just going to put that a out lot there. of wax <laughs> figures and just really weird traumatizing experiences. It was, it was just like, it was really dumb. Did you go into the wax museum where they crush the guy to death and you have yes. to listen to him scream? Yes. Yeah. It was so, <laughs> we left in intermission. It was so bad. Oh, so you didn't get to the screaming part. You missed out <laughs> yeah. on the good, on the good section of it. Yeah. And you just listen to him scream for like, I don't even remember how long as a yeah. child it was, it was minutes. <laughs> And you're just like looking at this, this wax figure between two layer of rock yeah, and wood. Cause that was the, the one male witch that uh, was one of the yeah. older guy. Yeah. And he's like more weight. Yeah. And more he, weight. Yeah. And he says that and they keep crushing and I'm like, this place sucks. <laughs> like it's get me so, out of here. It's really bad. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, new Englanders are like, yeah, weird shit happens up here. I don't know. Yeah. But what would be kind of cool is if higher dimensions existed Purgatory could mm. be thought of as one just for conceptual purposes okay. for people to like visualize. Oh, purgatory's here. <laughs> like if you watch Sabrina, the the Netflix one, the new one, I haven't watched it. The it's a full name, but basically Sabrina on Netflix. Mm-hmm. She goes into basically purgatory, which is our world, okay. but a layer on top. And if that were real, that would essentially be the fourth spatial dimension. So what was that um, one show on Netflix with the kids, Stranger Things? So are they going through dimensions or is that a parallel universe? My theory is that it's actually a higher dimension because what happens in one directly affects the other. Parallel universes in theory wouldn't necessarily be connected. But again, in theory, who freaking knows? But um, it's more satisfying mathematically just to say it's a higher dimension. Because then whatever happens in the lower one, in the higher one, sorry, Whatever happens in the higher one does affect the lower one. Like I can't touch this desk without having an effect on it, but the desk can do things that don't bother me at all, have nothing to do with me. Mm, So it's, yeah, it's a little trippy. All these, uh, with the different universes, could you, (laughs) could you go, are you saying that because it's happening at the same time, that if I go to another parallel universe, I don't necessarily affect what I'm doing in this universe. They should theoretically be separate. Separated. But yeah. a dimension, I would be connected. Could connect and make issues. Yeah. So when we talk of time travel, are we more talking about going through dimensions? I mean, there's a theory that you would jump up through a different dimension and right. then come back down. And that would be how you would traverse space and time to get to where you want to go. So it wouldn't be a place you hung out in. It would just be like your highway to get to where you actually want to go. That's the theory. That's the theory. So is that a wormhole? Is that how you would do that? I mean, also too, that's uh, wormholes have more mathematical backing, but in my personal opinion, a wormhole would be tapping through that. And that is what you would be traveling through to get to wherever you want to go but it's, it's tough with that stuff because a wormhole mathematically checks because it's, it is kind of similar to a black hole 
without mm. the suction. Right. <laughs> but right. yeah, my, they never say that when you learn about wormholes, but my theory is that you're tapping into a higher dimension and just that's where the doorway's cutting through. Right. Right. Cause I don't see how else that would make any freaking sense. You know what I mean? Like a hole through space time. Like what are you punching through exactly? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my yeah personal theory. <laughs> but that would really be the only way to become a multi-planetary species yeah, because is. at the speed of light, can we even handle that physically? No. So we can, well, we can't handle accelerating to it. That's the problem. So right. it would take a really, even if we could get to 99% speed of light, your mass increases. It's like, there's a lot of problems with it actually. Okay. And even if we could, it would still take four years to get to the closest star, which as far as we know, there's nothing particularly interesting going on there as far as a habitable world goes. Right. So it's like, I don't even want to go there. I mean, most of the habitable worlds, at least when they start to be looking interesting, I mean, you're talking 300 light years out. Yeah. Which is close galactically, but it's like, what? So your grandkid, 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 grandkid's going to pop up there and not know why. (laughs) Like, why did we come all this way? Right. For what? This like purple shit planet. Like, I don't know. I just, (laughs) I think it's ridiculous. You'd, You'd have to create a shortcut Otherwise, it's just not feasible. So if if aliens are real, <laughs> if if <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. allegedly, do you think? Okay, assuming the crafts are really getting here, which now Congress is basically, you know, she talking, said she said. yeah, <laughs> right, talking about this. Would there really be any other way that we know of than to go through a wormhole to make it here? I mean, I totally, I mean, if you're trying to figure out what somebody else would do mm-hmm. and you've never interacted with them, it's almost impossible. I mean, we have a hard time predicting what people across countries are going to do and we're the same species. Right. So you try to think about what a species that has a completely different experience would prioritize. They might've built a ship that literally trudged their way manually Mm-hmm. through space and been totally fine with it. I mean, you could have a species whose life expectancy is 2000 years. I mean, we have turtles that live what? 200 years. Sharks yeah, can yeah, live a long time. True. Um, Oh wait, oh. no, not sharks. What is it? Blue whales live a long time. Yeah. I, I, I agree. No, <laughs> I'm obviously not a uh, ocean person, Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, maybe they live really long. Maybe it's worth it to them. Mm. Maybe they don't mind, but they would have definitely probably gone crazy. I would think being in a little spaceship traveling for 500 years. Yeah, <laughs> De- definitely. You know, a cat couldn't even do that. Well, you know, one thing that, um, I don't know if you ever listened to Joe Rogan and Bob Lazar's interview when he worked. So Bob Lazar is this guy. He, uh, I think he was actually employed by the Navy. I could have that wrong. Or maybe it was the air force. I believe it was the Navy. And And the reason it was the Navy was like to kind of throw everyone off working on this project. Okay. So supposedly they had like nine different UFOs there and he was supposed to work on, um, it was like a propulsion, basically sphere or stick. I, I might not be recollecting that properly, but he said when he went into the UFO, basically it was very little. These whatever beings came in this UFO were very small. There was no bathrooms. <laughs> and um, basically you're totally right. Like they would be in this tiny little seating arrangement and they were probably around three feet tall. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, it's true. Like if that is all true and they're coming from, what are you saying? Like 300 light years away? At least. I mean, 
They, I mean, it would have to be an instant trip then. Otherwise, that would be, or a few hours. I don't know how any creature could survive centuries in those conditions. Yeah. Plus, every creature, no matter what you are, you need sustenance, and there's nothing in the void of space. Yes. Except, like, cosmic radiation, which I don't even think that would be enough for some bizarre creature that could survive off of radiation. I mean, you'd still need... I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to speculate because it's like... So do you believe in aliens? Oh, the odds of us being alone are slim to none. I okay. can't even fathom how that would be real. I mean, in t- intelligent beings? I don't know, yeah. but at least bacteria. Yeah, I, I think there's bacteria on the moon. To be honest. Not our moon, but I think there's a possibility of there being bacteria or some form of it on Enceladus, right. okay. possibly. I doubt there isn't anything else but us. Okay, so what about these images that like... The Air Force came out with. What do you think? Do do you think that Those black and white ones? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, I know. Yeah, because their their quality yeah. is such garbage. I, I don't know. I just don't have enough data. I just don't yeah. have enough data. You know. You know. I was thinking about this. I was talking to someone. I was just like, well, from everything that they said that they looked like, the description of them, they were no bigger than like a school bus. And you think the things, of, the beings, no, the actual ships, oh, the yeah. UFO. Yeah. And if you look up in the sky and you see like a 737, a 747, like it is tiny yeah. because of how high up it is. So imagine how many school buses are the size of a 737, right? Three, four, five, maybe. Yeah. Think a bit more, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe a bit more. <laughs> right. Um, so imagine you can barely see that up in the sky. Yeah. On a clear day because of, you know, they're 37,000 feet up in the air. So imagine something the size of a school bus. You're not going to see it. I think it would be low altitude if you saw something, because if it's high altitude, then more people can see it. If you're low altitude, only a few people can see it. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, do you think it's possible that like maybe they're if they're coming here that maybe they get to a certain part of the atmosphere and they're just like, no, I'm out of here. Or maybe some get caught into the. I don't know if it's atmospheric pressure and that's why they end up crashing here. Oh my God. There's no way. If you were an interdimensional being, there's no way you'd crash. (laughs) Okay. So you don't believe in any of the crashing. No, I don't think the crashes are real. I think if they crash, it's us. I'm willing to, (laughs) I'm willing to accept. You're like, that's a human. Yeah. The whole thing feels very human to me, to be honest, but like, I'm willing to accept it's humans from the future or a parallel universe to make it spicy. Interesting. I'll I'll take that. But I just, I mean, I picture us. Who would come here and be like, you know what I want to do? Stick my arm in a hornet's nest. That's what interacting with us is like. Who in the fuck would do that? I just think it's madness. Nobody's going to want to talk to us. Nobody's going to want to deal with us. Like mm-hmm. we slaughter each other like crazy. We hate each other for the dumbest fucking reasons. Like I, I just don't see why anyone would come here and then crash in New Mexico. <laughs> like it just like to me, it's like that seems human. <laughs> it is hilarious that it's always like over those areas or like yeah or where you're from, New Hampshire. Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit that goes. <laughs> I will admit, there's things that even I try to put the math to, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? But honestly. It could be that, I mean, think about uh, what's that tribe that lives on that really remote island and has not interacted with humans for... Oh, the one near the Philippines, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... They killed that missionary. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe the aliens are like the missionary. Or like they've been rejected by their own. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. And they're just like, let me go try something. Or or maybe it's just a rogue alien. Like, man, I got to see what's going on on I, Earth. I actually always think it's like some kid. He's like, I'm going to take my dad's ship out. And then like crashes. I like, shit, my dad's going to be so pissed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, 
yeah, I'll take that, but I'm not, I'm not going to take like an organized effort. This is not how you do it then. Yeah. Yeah. I would think definitely. I don't know. I mean, trying to, trying to, I can't even imagine what like my dog would do, you know, or, you know, say, say the stories for like, uh, what was that area? Verhenia, uh, Brazil. Sorry if I'm totally messing up the way you say that. We probably are. <laughs> it's fine. Forgive me, South Florida. Um, <laughs> I'm like, they don't know either. So they don't whatever. Know. Um, where that, w- that one crashed, do you think it's even possible that maybe they crashed the, the main planet where they're from is like, okay, we're not going back there because it's too volatile. This person has crashed. And then that's why you don't hear anything about UFOs for a long oh, time. Like they're all refugees. I don't even know if it's like a refugee, but basically like, oh, that one went wrong. So we're going to stay back for a little bit. And then we don't see him for a while. Cause I feel like, yes, you hear about sightings throughout the years, but it's like, there's a lot right now. Or there was a lot in the seventies, sixties and fifties. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I I don't think you're convinced at all. (laughs) I just, yeah. I would just need so much more evidence to, I mean, the thing The thing that I saw that I always think about that I saw in my hometown was I saw in the middle of the night, some red device that went from zero to what looked like, I mean, like Mach two or Mach three instantly, Mm -hmm. no propulsion, no sound barrier was broken. That's supposed to be impossible. So, I mean, I'm willing to believe that, I don't know, fucking Russia created a drone that can do that. Mm -hmm. Like I'll believe all that before I'll believe that it was an alien species. But I mean, the fact that there's a science that is somewhere that I don't know the math to blows my mind. So I'm willing to suspend my belief structures for a hot minute until something fills in those blanks. But right now I'm like, how does a device do that? That's not even... Yeah. No sound barrier being broken. You right. have to bend space around you to avoid that or some other, I don't even know. I mean, well, that's, that's what Bob Lazar was saying when he worked on the project, when he was talking to Joe <laughs> like Rogan. Your little quotes when he <laughs> worked pro- on the project. On yeah. the project. But, you know, it's all legend, you know, <laughs> yeah. but he actually brought that up. The fact that it was basically bending gravitational waves yeah. to whatever those there are. There was no sound. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, the propulsion, but then, you know, there was a few things he talked about that ended up being true years later. He talked about how they found element 115 on the periodic table, never been talked about at yeah, that I point. And I then, they, then they, pro- <laughs> they proved it. <laughs> so I do think there is something there just until the government's willing to say a little bit more or we have a little more evidence. It's kind of anyone's guess. There are two human inventions that I think came out of nowhere and it's the microchip and fiber optics. Mm. And it's, it's funny because uh, I did end up studying it when I was in college and there is, here's my theory when it comes to something like the pyramids, okay. right? A lot of people want to say aliens built the pyramids, but the thing is, is when you go to Egypt, like you have, yes, right. You see the rough drafts on the bottom layer of the stone, mm-hmm. the carvings of them trying to figure out what's flat basically. Yep. Like what can we build? Cause I think it's built on a limestone platform. Right. I'm pretty sure. Um, you can see their carvings of like, Oh, not that spot. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like the, you have the step pyramid, Yep. which was a rough draft. You have the bent pyramid, which was definitely a rough draft. Cause it's all fucked. You have the red pyramid, which looks kind of like a rough draft for materials. Right. You have all of these pieces around you where you're like, Oh, these are, this is humans trying to figure it out. So then you look at the pyramids of Giza and you're like, this checks. Cause yep. there's all these other rough drafts, right? There are rough drafts of the same, not of the same quality, but for fiber optics, 
I don't know. There's just always been something about fiber optics and microchips. And I'm like, wow, that came out of friggin' no, like the microchip mm-hmm. was invented by some dude on his vacation break in Texas. Like you're just like, he what in to think? <laughs> I mean, that's the joke, you yeah, know, yeah. like he went into work on his vacation because yeah. an idea struck him. I don't know. There's I'm one of my best ideas driving. Just saying. That's true. On road truck. Because you space out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Cruise control, goodbye. Yeah, but like if 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 aliens were proven correct, then mm-hmm. I would be like, you created those two inventions, didn't you? Because they came out of friggin' nowhere. Interesting. But otherwise, they're human. So a little birdie told me that you love cider. Yes. So we have a few that we're going to try here. We're going to see what Dorothy got for us. We don't Hopefully. know what Dorothy does sometimes, you know. Hopefully it's not shit. <laughs> we shall see. All right. So we have, I don't know if I'm saying this right. Record lig. I don't know. I don't speak German. <laughs> I think it's Swedish. Same oh, it looks Icelandish. Oh, it is Swedish. Yeah. I think it's Swedish. Reykjavik. That's what we're going to call it. Yep. <laughs> Which is also not Swedish, but whatever. And then we have, I thought this one was kind of interesting. Caramel cider. Okay. okay. I like how you say caramel. It's a and not caramel. No, I say caramel. Okay, right. Everybody which, makes which fun of me. Right. I don't know. I which don't one know. Is right. I think it depends on what part of the country you're from. Oh my God, this thing got all wet. Whoops. That's okay. All, all right. right. So we're gonna try it in our little flights here. Right, I'm gonna open this one. Oh shit. Can I pour it in this, or yeah, is that absolutely. not bougie enough? No, no, okay. No, so you have some bougie glasses. I here. do. Oh, that smells really sweet. All right. So this one's the caramel. This one's. Now you're Strawberry saying mocha. caramel. <laughs> and now you're going to be self-conscious about it. Caramel. Okay, this one I like, but I've never had it out of a can. Okay. Oh, sorry. You know, I took up two glasses. No, that's fine. I, I just wanted you to try them so we know which one is good. Oh, pear. Yeah, the pear one is good. Pear. I actually got this down the street at this Boca restaurant called uh, Patio Tapas. Really good. I like how you did actual tasting sizes where I just like dumped this. So it was overflowing. (laughs) Like this is a taste from New England style. And then I don't know if this is actually cider. That looks like orange juice. It's supposed to be mango. It might actually just be a mango. (laughs) We're in Florida. We don't know what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fruity. Just strap in kids. All right, perfect. You did actual tasting size. I did not do that. I just dumped it. All right, perfect. No, you're good. You're good. Let's let's give it a try here. Which one was this again? I have no idea. The fuzzy one? We'll figure it out. Uh, Oh, it's nice and cold. Okay, that has to be the strawberry lime. I taste alcohol. I don't... That's pretty (laughs) good, the strawberry lime. Oh, there was ice in there. Holy shit. (laughs) I like this one. I just don't know what it was. I'm going to drink right out of yours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I don't give a shit. <laughs> the pear? Best. Oh, this smells like... This is caramel one. for sure. I like that one. Let me try this one. Oh, I thought this one you just did. I guess I'm already drunk. We were drinking before the podcast. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good, but it's a little... I'm not totally sure what I love about the aftertaste is a little funny to me. I like that one the best. I think so that works out perfect. So this one's yours. Caramel. Mm. Use your fancy glass. I think this one's too sweet for me. This one's too sweet. (laughs) And I dumped it. Look at it. It's like, you don't even have a choice. You have to drink the whole damn thing. What was this last one? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Alcohol of some kind. It was the fuzzy one. I don't know if that helps at all. Oh, this must be the mango. This is horrible. <laughs> I, mean, I, 
don't know. I didn't hate it. All right. Dorothy's fired. Oh, this is way too sweet. How do people drink this? Green zebra mango ghost style ale. Goat? Like goat's milk? G-O-S-E. Is it Swedish too? <laughs> I don't know. This is definitely very sweet. But I hate it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, no, this is too sweet. It's so gross. And I like keep sipping it. I'm like, mm, All right, no, trash. The pear, the pear is my jam. And actually, strawberry lime is not too bad either. So recorder lig premium Swedish hard cider pear. The fuzzy one I think I liked. This is the one you hate. What do you mean when you keep saying fuzzy? I can't see through it. Oh. <laughs> Opaque, I guess. I'm more. thinking like you're tasting yeah. fuzziness. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, then they're all fuzzy. <laughs> oh, I think I liked this one. I think because it tastes more like beer. Okay, so you this like more the of taste beer of beer. Taste. If it's not piss, <laughs> you know? So like no Bud Light. Yeah. I only drink Corona or, if I'm desperate. Blue Ribbon. I hate PBRs. They're just, they remind me of college and I don't want to I have college. a friend. He will literally go to the restaurant and be like, hey, what's your shittiest beer? Because it's the cheapest. And I'm, oh, that's why he's yeah. a cheap bastard. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Because if they don't care, they'll drink literal tar. So you think the, the pear caramel. is too sweet? I don't remember. <laughs> I, just, I know I like the caramel one and I, I liked the one you hated. She That's did, opaque. She did put the original Angry Orchard, but I don't, those, I don't have if, a... If you didn't like this, yeah. you won't like this because those are usually pretty sweet. Yeah. The one that I overflowed. No, that's I'm, from I'm Sweden. Down, I'm down with my pear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to drink that one. I'm going to drink my pear. I like half of them, though. Half of them I would totally drink again. It's just yeah. usually anyone that's like pink. Oh. Yeah. This one I actually thought was pretty legit. This is the strawberry lime. Oh, it smells like it. Naturally gluten-free, vegan-friendly. They're not friendly, by the way. <laughs> Vegans? I know, vegan-friendly. They can be so mean. Vegan asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. I like it, though. I couldn't drink more than one. So you prefer the caramel? Yeah, I actually really like this one, which is surprising, because okay. you think this would be super sweet, but... All right, Dorothy, you can actually, keep your job. She likes not that. Of okay, not fired today. <laughs> 12 grams of sugar in this whole thing. That is actually not bad. <laughs> Angry Orchard is like 24 Yeah, something. let's see. What's this one? 26. Yeah, this this little can Goddamn. is 26. And the caramel, which is bigger, mm. is only 12. It's delicious. Check the Angry Orchard. It's going to be like 24 mm. fucking grams for that little bottle. Disgusting. 18. Oh, but still. Still gross. Still a lot. <laughs> Too much. No, thank you. Yeah, I like this caramel one. I bet they don't have this on the West Coast, though. Go, going back to Egypt. I did think this the first time I visited 2009. I was there in Cairo, you know, went to Giza, went to go see the pyramid. And the first thing I thought was, this looks older than what they're saying. Yeah, it looks ancient. Yeah. Compared to some of the temples there, I'm like, this doesn't, I don't know, this doesn't look the same. Because it is older. Yeah. Well, that's what they're saying now. Yeah. And a lot of Egyptologists are saying no. It definitely came from uh, the first kingdom or the second kingdom. Oh, you mean people are saying that it's older than what we have in the books right now? Correct. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, I would believe that. It looks ridiculous. And that the, like, really the new theory is that the Egyptians found it and then added on top of it. Like they say the Sphinx, if you go, if you 
uh, go down yeah. to where the feet are and lower. It's older. Yeah. It's older. It, that's always been a pending question mark. Yeah. Even when, yeah, even back in the day when you went there, they were like, yeah, we don't know why <laughs> this appears older. And you know why I, it immediately, especially the Sphinx got to me, the face was so elaborate, like yeah. the bottom half of the, the cat legs and paws. I didn't find as elaborate. Obviously I understand it's weathered. It's been there for thousands well, they, of years. They've rebuilt it too. That's like a modern. That's a good point too. So who? It's hard to tell. Like, what did it look like before? That's a good point. But yeah, I mean, they did. Yeah, they knew that was. I'm willing to accept that. I forget who was there before them, but I'm willing to accept Aliens. that they built that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The, the thing that always bothers me about the pyramid thing, though, is everybody being like, "Why are there pyramids all over the world at the same time?" It's like because the triangle is the strongest shape. Any architect yeah. is going to figure that out pretty quickly. Do you think that's a pyramid in Antarctica? I mean, supposedly it was a tropical area. Mm-hmm. I mean, a hundred, you know, I don't know how long ago I'm not, I hate geology, <laughs> hate it so fucking much. Um, but I know it was a tropical area at some point and homo sapiens were alive at the time. So I'm willing to accept that they built some weird yeah. ass shit. I mean, yeah. people love to build things. That's what we do. So, yeah. I mean, homo sapiens have been around for 2.5 million years or some shit. Like right. I could see us building shitty things, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. things, you know, yeah. that's, and if you have, yeah, ice coming in and freezing. Yeah, hmm. yeah, and and especially they did find a map that they say was made off another map where like literally South America and Antarctica, oh, all connected and touched yeah. and was like basically looked tropical. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah. I would buy it. I don't think anything we found would be very impressive. It'd be impressive because of its age, right? But I don't think we'd find like you know, up op- fiber optics. <laughs> like, right, I don't right. think we'd find anything like that. Probably just a structure that didn't fall over. And we'd Got be like, it. Oh my God, <laughs> but that would be incredible. You know, going back to the multiverse. So if that is true, is there, is it that the universe is finite in the sense of what is part of the universe and that the multiverse is infinite I mean, if there's even one parallel universe, there could be infinite. <laughs> I mean, if we were even able to find one, it's like, uh oh. But there's the things that are in the universe are finite. Is that basically what they're saying? Like, there's just <laughs> me, a yeah. million or infinite copies of me. I've always hated, I asked this when I was in school too. I always hated that question of is the universe technically finite? Because if it's expanding, There's an edge technically that's expanding and they would always be like, no, 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 it's not how it works. And they would say, imagine like a balloon filling up. Mm -hmm. There's no center. It's just all equally spreading out. Okay. And I I mean, I get that part, but it's like, yeah, but there's an edge. (laughs) There's Mm -hmm. an edge. I've never gotten a very satisfactory answer to that. But I mean, if there is an edge that would make it finite. Okay. And the only way that would make a universe, it's just, we use the word infinite, I think too loosely, in math, it's a real thing. It literally mm-hmm. means forever. It literally means just stop thinking about it. Right. But in a physical sense, infinite might not actually be. It just might be the word that we put as a placeholder because it's too big for us to imagine. But again, I, I mean, math and physics, they have different answers for the same question. Yes. You know, so in my math mind, I'm like, yeah, infinite is real. And it mm-hmm. literally goes on forever. But in physics, it's like, well, <laughs> there seems to be an edge. Is that because infinity truly... The trailing part of it never stops. Yeah. That's yeah. If you're looking at a graph mm-hmm. and it's like 0.9999. Yeah. That goes on forever. Forever. Yeah. Like one third times three or whatever. Like, yeah, that's what you get. Okay. It just literally but goes you're on forever. Physics. 
If you're talking about the universe, mm-hmm. yeah, it might be a little bit different, you know, because they use that word for black holes. And now we're like, are black holes infinite, though? I is see. there a singularity? Is is it going somewhere else? Is it a single point? And now you have all these question marks. I think infinite is probably a term only applicable for the math world. What do you think a black hole is? And why do you think they exist? What is it doing? What is it doing? It's a vacuum cleaner. I mean, I used to think it was like a vacuum cleaner creating other universes, you know? Uh, But now I'm like, I think it's actually a single point in space and time, like an act, like a regular point. That's just infinitely dense and it's not actually going anywhere. Okay. Which would be really terrifying. And how do they start? Is a collapsing star? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a supernova, which they're not super common. Actually. I think everybody thinks a star always dies that way, but it's, it's only really, really big stars that have enough mass and it's a powerful enough explosion to actually create a black hole, but they're not super common. Like ours isn't going to do that. Ours is just going to expand, eat us and then shrink. So only (laughs) stars can become black holes. Yeah. So a planet could never. Well, there's also, yeah, it's like, uh, um, there's also theoretically micro black holes, which they think were more common in the beginning of the black holes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, as far as I know at the moment, there's still no evidence for them either, but theoretically they existed too. I forget, I forget what they were. Cause you know, the whole planet X thing, Mm -hmm. there's a theory that it's actually a micro black hole. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So lots of theories that, cause there's so many theories that (laughs) are just theories. Yeah. That you're like, well, which one am I going to, you know, bet on, but so like whatever goes, do you believe whatever goes into a black hole? What happens at this point? They're just, it dies. It's consumed. It becomes what, what, what do you feel? Uh, stretched to death. Like my, my, my theory would be that, (laughs) yeah, my theory would be that that's what she said. If it's actually (laughs) that it would be stretched infinitely, Mm -hmm. whatever that friggin' means into this infinite point of mass. And then black holes do die eventually. That's what makes me interesting. Yeah. That's what makes me think like, uh, they don't, they're not going anywhere because they die. They eventually. So what happens to what they consume once it dies? Well, that's what like the whole Stephen Hawking radiation and all that stuff is all about and how it's like stuff's actually coming out of a black hole. So, oh, it would take, oh my God, what is the number? It's like trillions of years or something crazy for a black hole to die. I forget the number exactly, but it's like insane. So what is, okay. So, so what, what is a white hole? Oh, that we don't know either. It's, uh, I mean, there's a couple of theories that it's on the other end of a black hole. Okay. Uh, that it started the universe. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch. I, I, I mean, I think it's probably more likely that cause it's the opposite of a black hole, right? Mm-hmm. So a black hole sucks everything in and yep. it's black cause you yep. light can't escape. So you can't see it. A white hole is the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it pushes everything out so you can't reach it. It's always pushing everything towards you. That's why it's white. Mm. Um, Cause it's just pure light essentially. And like mass ejecting and stuff. And I mean, that kind of sounds like the big bang. Yeah. In my opinion. So I think if they were real, I think they only exist when a universe is born. Oh, interesting. Okay. But again, it's like, Oh my God, the, the math for them, it's almost like a T symmetry universe, basically like a universe where everything's moving backwards. So it's like if a T symmetry was proven real, which mathematically they are, they check, mm-hmm. but of course, physically, yeah. who knows, yeah. right? We can't actually go there. But I think if a T symmetry universe actually checked, I bet white holes probably are there too. Yeah. Have you heard the sound of a black hole where NASA put that? Yeah. Out? There's ones where they like collide. There's ones where it's just the like, <sighs> it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> I know it's literally the end of the universe. It's literally, yeah. the, oh my God. Like if I could think of the most terrifying sound, like 
death become you like yeah i was like whoa it almost makes you wonder if they're like adding sounds to it you think you know i don't know i doubt it i doubt mm. it very much but it's like are you accusing nasa <laughs> <laughs> no it's just i mean because there's no i mean they have their methods for doing it but sure. uh sounds gonna move differently based on the medium it's going through mm. so you know they record all this stuff going through the vacuum of space oh so you mean it possibly could sound different underwater Okay. Okay. I never yeah. thought about that. Interesting. Yeah. So I kind of want to hear what it sounds like underwater. I want to hear what it sounds like. Yeah. See, that's why it's like, that's what it sounds like through our air. I think is probably what, well, it's how they edited terrifying. it. Edited. I yeah. hate that fucking word. <laughs> so hideous. God damn it. English. Could you give us an uglier fucking word? Moist. Edited. <laughs> I don't mind that word. It, I only started to hate it when all the sorority girls were using it. And I'm like, I hate this word now. Yeah. No, it's not too bad. But if you say it enough, you're like, mm, yeah, no, it's a little nasty. It's a little nasty. <laughs> Do you think deja vu I love deja vu. Is when something happened to you in another universe? I mean, I have my personal theories that are backed by absolutely jackal. And okay. then I have, you know, the science part of my brain. And for anyone who's ever going into STEM, yes. keep that part alive of you. Yes. If you don't have any imagination, STEM's going to be so fucking boring. Yeah. Because it's like, here are all the things we already proved. Neat. You know, you need yeah. to have an imagination to prove more things and to think outside of the box. So you always want to hold on to that, even though you're going to have a lot of teachers shooting you down. Uh, that definitely doesn't come from a bitter part in my soul <laughs> or anything like that. I think deja vu is probably scientifically part of me the math part of my brain is is saying that it's your both yeah i would say the math part of the brain is just it's just the rewiring it's a memory it's not really a memory it's your brain thinking it's a memory and it's like a short circuit of the mind something with neuroscience i'm not a doctor so i don't know enough about it but i've read papers where the theory is deja vu is like a yeah it's like your mind short circuiting because it's stressed or some other shit i don't know but the more fun answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the more fun answer I would say is if parallel universes existed, you're not going to exist in all of them because mm-hmm. there's a couple of ways on how a parallel universe can exist. One theory is that you make a decision that you had coffee this morning mm-hmm. and then in another version you had tea and now you have two separate universes because you had right. one where you had coffee and you had one where you had tea. And you right. think about all the people making decisions out there yeah. every day infinite universes, yes. infinite parallel universes. Right. And then there's the theory that it's a fixed amount and however many we started with is however many we have now. Mm-hmm. So either way you exist in, let's just say, just to keep this like easy to like visualize you exist in like 5,000 of them. Okay. You, as you are with the same thoughts, same childhood, like very similar to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what consciousness is either. Who fucking knows what that is. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would think that you would be some, if it's real, you would be connected somehow. Cause it mm-hmm. is you. Right. So I would be willing to accept that maybe one is 10 years ahead. Mm-hmm. Another one's five years behind and they crisscross sometimes I, I would take that as absolutely nothing to back it up. I have okay. nothing to back that up. I just think it's a fun thought experiment. Yeah. Uh, very difficult to prove obviously, because even if you record somebody experiencing it, mm-hmm. it's just going to show active brainwaves in one particular part. It's not going to show like the time space continuum. Like an alien is yeah. not going to pop up and be like, guys, yeah. it's me. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's so hard to prove that. 
Okay, so that made me sad twice, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> when you said it's your brain thinking it was a memory, that actually kind of yeah. jolted me a little bit. I'm like, ah, okay, it could definitely be that. Yeah. It could really be that, and that made me sad because I want it to be the other thing. But that's yeah. a <laughs> I know, that's, that's me the too. bias to me. But then the other reason I got sad is because <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I've had deja vu, and I'm like, fuck, if I have this life somewhere else, like, no. <laughs> Wait, why? Uh, no, no, now it's fine. But I'm saying in my childhood, like oh, thinking yeah. that, like, I was like, fuck, I'm still here. Fuck, I don't want that. Yeah, I would even wish that on a rodent. <laughs> now now like- I'm cool. But I'm just saying back then. So there's like, it's a temporary sadness. <laughs> yeah. But maybe that's not the life they had. But that's a good point. How having multiple versions of you in the multiple universes how would they be connected? Why would one trigger a memory over another? Like, I guess, why would one connect at that point in time over another? Considering you probably connect so many more times than you actually experience deja vu in your life. Oh, like you're, you're connecting, but you don't even know it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. I like, I like the idea of it. It's just, I love the idea. Of it. I know it's just the simplest answer is usually the right one. And your brain just misfiring right. makes, <laughs> makes so much more logical sense. But I mean, yeah. I, I would, I do think if we discovered parallel universes, I'd be like, yeah. that's what deja vu is. <laughs> we solved it guys. And then you would never be able to convince me otherwise. Okay. Can you explain the great filter. What is <laughs> that theory? Yeah. So the great filter is this idea that some, existential force of nature that you pass. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't pass it, right? Or you do, I don't know, but it's basically a barrier of some kind Mm -hmm. that blocks intel specifically intelligent species from advancing. I don't think anyone in the scientific community denies that it's possible that bacteria is somewhere else. Intelligent life is a whole other thing. Okay. That's a whole other bag of worms because humans shouldn't even really exist when you really like rewind the clock and check us out. It's like, why is it just us? Yeah. Um, but, oh, I lost my train of thought. There it goes out the window. It's these it's ciders. ciders. Drink Damn up. It. Drink up. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, now I'm like filter. scared to drink it. Uh, so yeah, so the idea is either it's behind or ahead of us, right? If it's behind us, mm-hmm. we at some point accomplish this Herculean task that we don't even probably even know what it is. It could be just the birth of us, you know, just okay. humans existing, which actually, again, if you look back, it's yeah. Um, and I know everybody wants to be like, God, and shut the fuck up. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, not that. No, we're not. That's not what we do here, kids. We don't, we don't do that. I'm willing to suspend belief, but, or it's ahead of us, which is really terrifying. Um, if it's ahead of us, that means life happens pretty easily in the universe. Mm-hmm. It's just, nobody survives it. So if it's ahead of us, my theory, again, it's, it's like a, it's an, a barrier of some kind. It's not like, a person who steps down and is like, fuck you. I'm killing you all. It's, yeah, yeah. It could be anything from just chance mm-hmm. getting hit by a meteor or something or climate, your planet dies. You, you were born at the end of your planet's life cycle anyway, right. or the star's life cycle, or it could be anything. It's just chance is working against you basically. So it's like, it's basically the chance of unfortunate timing. Yeah. That's one of them. Okay. That's one of them. The other could just be no intelligent species survives themselves. Mm. That's where I put, I do think the gray filter is probably a thing. I think it's the check and balance of nature and that intelligent species tend to kill themselves. (laughs) So that's, I know it's pessimistic, but it's like, 
I see us yeah. and I'm like, man, we're doing it. And there's animals that do it too. And you're like, I think this is just a thing. Do you think it's just written into our DNA basically to <laughs> continuously evolve even to possible extinction in the sense of a physical flesh form, like continuously evolve until maybe the flesh form is not needed anymore? Oh, you mean like interstellar and they become fifth dimensional beings or something? Yeah, something that's of what... that nature. Do you think that's why it's the, because con- we, we don't stop. We're not stopping. No one's stopping. Like, yeah, maybe... the great filter would stop us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well that, yeah. that's something that's physically going to stop us. But I'm just saying as beings, uh, what is that innate drive that we continuously want to evolve? And even though we're hearing like, Hey, slow down the AI, slow down the technology. We're still just no, we like, can't stop ourselves. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> we can't stop ourselves. I mean, it's curiosity. It's money. Yeah. That's a okay, big so thing. Do you think it's consumerism that's really pushing this? I think for more for the business people okay. than for most of the scientists and mathematicians and shit who work on it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what that is. I mean, I would call it human nature, but I bet if there's intelligent life out there, they got it too. So you agree with the grape filter that most likely yeah. no matter what unfortunate I, timing is going to get us. I think timing is everything. And I just don't, we're so lucky that our timing worked out that this planet still got a couple of billion years left in it. The star is in a good part of its life cycle. Mm -hmm. And uh, we haven't been hit by anything because Jupiter's sucking it all up. So like, man, we're really fortunate. The timing is really great. And if you're talking about an infinite universe, the timing is pretty great somewhere else too. Right. Cause it's infinite. So of course there's, it's happening somewhere else. Mathematically, it would be impossible for there not to be more versions, but to endure it, to survive it indefinitely, that's a whole other Is the game. only way to survive it to basically be a multi-planetary species? I mean... Is that the only way we'll outrun this? I think the only way, to be perfectly honest, which is so, like, hippie shit, is, like, <laughs> honestly, yeah, that peace and love shit. I mean, yeah. really, like, the only way is if we just stop being assholes. Yeah. Like, that, I can't picture any other scenario where we're just all such assholes to each other. Yeah. We can't resist. We find the stupidest reasons to hate each other. And, I mean, even if it's one person, it spreads like a virus. Yeah. You would have to have it happen across the board, every single individual, mm-hmm. you know, but we all can't agree on shit. So personally, I think if humans survive, it's going to be because there's a population, there's a culling of some kind and okay. the population's minimized to where it might be possible to educate people well enough mm-hmm. that they stop doing this shit. Right. But I mean, I'm talking less than 10,000 people, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, I, I think any more than that, you couldn't, you couldn't pull it off. And even then, I mean, you have people psychologically who just are narcissistic. Mm-hmm. How, how do you deal with that? I mean, like Spartan shit, you kill them. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like you throw them off a bridge when they're born. I have some ideas, you know, <laughs> Yeah, but, and then how do you test for it? Yeah. I mean, now you're talking about a utopian society, supposedly that just yeah. turned really terrifying. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it would have to be a fundamental shift in human psychology. Yeah. yeah um, humans are like, no, thanks. <laughs> not that it's our fault. We definitely are not fucking the shit up, but. So do you think we'll get to Mars in our lifetime? Mm-hmm. Okay, you definitely. Oh yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Well, what do you mean, like colonize it or yeah, colonize it? Be be able to actually live there. Oh, oh long term living, short term living, probably long term. What do you mean I by short term living? What are you talking about? Five resources are brought in from Earth. Okay, yeah, long term would be self sustaining. Self sustaining. Okay, so you think yeah. how many years out do you think we are from that? 
I don't think Mars should be the first one. I'm so against that. Like okay, it's why? one of the few real opinions that I have when it comes to all of space exploration. <laughs> I, I think Mars is a terrible fucking choice. We like it because there's nothing going on. Okay. We, that's why we like it because it's quiet and it's still. And I, I think Venus is far more promising, but mm-hmm. it is, it's, I always, it's like a plane compared to driving. Driving is actually way more dangerous, but if you crash, you'll probably be okay. Like mm-hmm. everybody's been yeah. in a car accident. Yeah. Not everybody's been in a plane crash. You know what I mean? Like once yeah. a plane has problems, everyone's going to die. Right. There's yeah. very, unless you're Travis Barker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like your yeah. life expectancy now just plummeted because oh, something yeah. went wrong on a almost plane. Zeros survivors almost all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that's kind of what Venus is like. I think you'll be fine for the most part. It's just, if one thing goes wrong, yeah, we're going to have huge problems, but Mars just to me has like, it's just such a pointless place to fucking go to. There's no, <laughs> so passionate about not going to Mars. Okay, tell me, give me the yeah. points on why it's, why this is not a good place to call. Oh Mars. my God. So first of all, it's twice as far as Venus. Venus, okay. you can get to in like three months. Mars is going to be six to eight months, oh, depending okay. on the I technology. I thought it was even further. I thought it was like three years. Uh, that's the full round trip. Okay. That's okay. a round trip. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Venus is twice as close. The okay. orbital window is, is tighter. So because... Mars and earth have different orbits around the sun. There's Mm -hmm. points where the where Mars is basically like on the opposite side of the solar system. So Mm -hmm. you're not going to send spacecraft then you'd rather just wait for earth to get there. I see. So the window is tiny. So that sucks. So the timing is probably the biggest problem because we're talking about not self-sustaining places. The first few steps we're talking about still having to send resources from earth. Okay. So now if you're six months away, that's, that's the difference between life and death. I mean, that's to me terrifying. Three months is very manageable. Six months, eight months. No. Yeah. Uh, the other big, massive, incredible problem. There's three of them. In my opinion, the second is Mars is a super low energy planet. I think that was one of the good things I got right in the Martian where, uh, he has to keep stopping to charge with the solar panels, charge the Rover yeah, Mars is just a shit energy planet. Uh, Mm. it's farther away from the sun. It doesn't get much energy from it. Our solar panels are 30% effective, Mm -hmm. 38 maybe. So, and it's not like we can tap into like on Titan, uh, pools of methane, or, and there's no helium around. There's no hydrocarbons with nothing. That planet is fucking dead. So mm. it's, it, I don't know. I don't know what we could extract from it for energy. Why do you think they're, why is Venus not being talked about more? Cause I actually didn't know that until your TikTok. Yeah. Venus. It, oh, there's so you, obviously you can't touch the surface of Venus no. too hot. You'll die. Yes. hundred degrees or something. Pressure. It's a nightmare. So yeah. you, we would be colonizing the, um, upper atmosphere, upper atmosphere. Yeah. So we'd be in like these big, like balloon cities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. that why is that, is that like, at least with Mars, you would be on the, the ground ground. Yeah. I okay. actually do think this is mostly psychological. Okay. Because yeah, landing on Venus is going to be a little bit tricky because we can't land entirely. Yeah. So the technology would have to shift a bit, but I think it's perfectly within our capabilities. It's just, we directed all of our attention to landing on solid surfaces and it's like, well, we can send stuff to test it out on Venus. It's three months away. I mean, that's like, do you think it comes down to basically the project managers just being in tech? I have seen this before <laughs> where literally yeah. you've gotten too far along in a project, even though the better option is right there to your left or to your right, they whatever. They just won't do it because we've spent too much time on the other one. Do you think that's it? I think because NASA is a federally funded organization that yeah. they have to follow 
Congress, which mm. Congress doesn't know fucking shit about any of this stuff. So uh, yeah, it's kind of insane. It's easy. It's easier <laughs> to sell them on, you know, a Rover than the Hindenburg. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. just, it's an easier sell. So I think that's why NASA leans toward it, but there's papers on NASA's website about people fighting really hard to shift the attention toward Venus and how much cheaper and easier that would be in the long run. Cause gotcha. we need the technology first. We haven't tested it out. We don't go there yeah. unless to crash land. So yeah. So those are the two so far mm-hmm. timing yeah. and the energy. And then the third is the radiation. There's absolutely no solution to that problem. Really? Okay. The radiation is such a massive fucking problem in Venus. We'd be protective because the ionosphere is created a shield basically to protect us from the sun's radiation. Um, but Earth, uh, Mars has nothing. Mars is a dead fucking planet. It's a fucking, it's like an asteroid. So why are we going there? (laughs) It's just so maddening to me. She hates Mars. I hate it. I hate the idea. Do not wear red around her. Okay. (laughs) I just think it should be like the second place we go to. Not the first, you know, just excuse my ignorance. I just want to make sure I understand. Oh, no worries. (laughs) My hate on Mars is so real that people are like, what? Why? (laughs) I no. I, when I first heard, okay. So the upper atmosphere of Venus is mm-hmm. around 81 degrees Fahrenheit yeah, year it's round. It's pretty nice. So it's Florida. If we got it, it's year round. If you like, <laughs> yeah, you have to position yourself just right. Just right. Okay. Yeah. Now would you, okay. So you have these, I'm calling it a balloon city. I don't know the exact term. Sure. Okay. Hindenburg. <laughs> like a bunch of blimps. Yeah. Basically blimps for real. Yeah. And so say they build these like, um, those bridges, the suspended bridges between the blimps. Oh yeah. Would you be allowed to walk outside without protective gear? Oh no, you, well, there's no oxygen. So you'd have to wear. Okay. I'm but sorry. you wouldn't need a pressure suit. It would be very minimal. Very minimal. Yeah. It's basically, you it could be wearing like baggy pants. I mean, it's all sealed because you know, you can't breathe. Um, but yeah, it's basically like baggy clothes. Could you, okay. So if you had like, basically what, if they found out a way to like, basically put the oxygen, like, you know, those, like, I know it sounds crazy, but what's that when you have sleep apnea? They have the big two CPAP machines. <laughs> yeah. But the yeah. one that like goes in your nose. So imagine yeah. they put that in your nose and you're breathing oxygen. Yeah. Would you wear regular clothes? Or? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's okay. because of the makeup of the atmosphere. Maybe for okay. a short period of time. Yeah. But technically you can be in space for a short period of time without, well, you do die eventually. But, okay. So. so either way you have to wear something special to yeah, live to be outside versus Mars. You have to be in a full blown. Yeah. Pressurized suit and everything. Pressurized suit. Yeah. It's a, it, even the suits are more technical. Mm. I just, Oh, Mars. I mean, the, the one way I'll accept Mars is if we found a way to, it's going to sound so stupid, but it's true. Build carbon castles. So there's, mean? Uh, there's a ton of ice on Mars on the poles. Okay. I don't know if that's where scientists would want to go to build a colony or anything. I, I doubt that's where they'd want to go, but at least it's there. Okay. It's there. Carbon actually can block radiation. Okay. If you got enough of it. And there is a lot there. You could technically build fortress, fortresses made of carbon that could protect the astronauts, but not every time they step outside. Got it. That's the problem. So it's like, yeah, we could mine something there to make, but that's it. That's the only plus I see, <laughs> you know, yeah. to going to Mars is like, okay, at least you got carbon and we can use that for radiation. But like, the radiation will slowly kill them and they won't even know. I mean, that's terrifying to me. Like you're going to send people up there to get cancer. Yeah. I'm like, I know there are people willing to go, you yeah. know, old people who are like, yeah, fuck it. You know, <laughs> not yeah, a bad yeah. way to go. Yeah. But I, I just think there's no longevity to that. There's like, <laughs> what's your, you can't send families up there unless they live underground. 
Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. So in the movie, The Martian, how much of that was realistic? A lot of it. Okay. A so lot of it. It was pretty good. The premise is complete bullshit, but everything else is pretty. So like pretty him good. being able to change the soil. That, who knows? We wouldn't know We're until we tested sure. it. Yeah. Okay. We'd, we'd have to piss and shit in it and then be like, oh, look, <laughs> I got a potato. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. We'd have to test it out. I think I, I, there's no amount of evidence I'll accept except for the real thing. Got it. To be like, yeah, it works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, except for the premise, because sandstorms aren't that bad over there. Like not enough. There's not enough uh, atmospheric pressure to like blow you over. Got it. So even even a 60 mile per hour wind mm-hmm. wouldn't would be like <laughs> you wouldn't even feel it. I feel like, like the sh- views on Venus would be better. It'd just be clouds. It'd probably be pretty boring, actually. <laughs> well, I think it's better than a, like a bunch of red clay. I think like, I feel like suck. I go to I feel like I go yeah. to Nevada and I get that shit. Yeah, I think they both suck equally. I think I think well, if. The only, the third world I always think about is Titan. That would be a cool world yeah. in every, but it's too far right now. Right. Um, but that would look cool. There's stuff to look at. Yeah. Uh, radiation protection because the atmosphere is so thick. Uh, so that's great energy, tons of it everywhere. There's actually a wa- layer of water ice that we mm-hmm. can extract for oxygen, food, mm. water. I mean, pretty much everything we need in Titan is there. We just need to be really, really smart. How many light years away is Titan? It's not light years. Oh, nothing's light years. Um, luckily in this, well, I mean, it is technically if you want to like fraction it down. Right. Um, Titan would take, I think about seven ish years to reach. Oh, okay. It's pretty freaking far. It's far. Yeah. It's like not doable. But not impossible. It's not impossible. No. I think if our technology got better and we could cut it down to like a year or two, mm-hmm. totally feasible at that point. I don't think people would mind being in a massive spaceship for a year. No, you know? I mean, seven would be tough. I mean, yeah, like seven. if they make it like a Royal Caribbean cruise, mm-hmm. I'm down. Right, exactly. Give me a rock climbing yeah. wall. Yeah. Well, they would. They would Serve have to. Serve me dinner. Oh, there's a whole section. I want to go to a show after dinner. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like everybody's floating. That would actually they be better cool. Fold, they better fold the towel when I come back to my room. Into a swan. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or <this> bullshit. <laughs> a full refund. <laughs> or a full refund, okay? They would have to do yeah. stuff like that. It I sounds read my daily planner. Dude, it sounds so stupid, but they actually have an entire section of keeping the psychological health of astronauts, explorers, whatever, oh, yeah. alive. And I mean, there's sections on like, what if they have sex? There's everything. There's yeah. everything because we're human humans and you can't tell people like live in this tube for seven years and be all right with it. It's like, Oh no, 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 no. There's, they're going to break. You know, everybody does. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. They're very honest about it, about what's going to (laughs) happen. Like when you're isolated like that and how crazy you go. So, you know, um, I think it was Marriott, does Hilton own Marriott? One of those two. I don't know. I'm not in on that, (laughs) on that club. They actually put, they filed for a patent or a hotel for the moon. That's actually really fucking smart. Yeah. I gotta be real. That's really yeah. smart. Would you go? Do they have amenities? <laughs> no. Yeah, I would think. I mean, do they have a pool? <laughs> do they have free um, breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, it's funny for how much I talk about space. I actually fucking hate it. Like you couldn't really? pay me to go up there. No, I probably wouldn't because. Is it because you know how much can go yeah, wrong? Yeah, it is. I, I know too much. And I'm like, That's how no. I feel. <laughs> Sometimes that's how I feel about planes. My dad was a pilot. Oh, no. Understand the avionic world. So and... you hear a sound and you're like, we're all going to die. <laughs> uh, it's not that bad, but I think I just understand 
things that can go wrong. Yeah. And I just, I also know it's the safest mode of transportation. Cider. (laughs) Guys, it's the cider. I'm going to pour a little more, actually. That's very good. I'm very excited about the car. But I think it's the same thing that you feel. Yeah, I know all this. I still don't sleep well at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) I, I just don't think I would ever be, if there's a doorway that's built and you just walk through it, I don't even think I'd do that. I think I, I, yeah, I think I just know too much and I'm yeah. a little bitch, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, mm, no, I'm good. Space is definitely scary, but I mm. would, I would definitely go once or would that be like a thing you think? That's a good question. Okay. So would I ever skydive again? No, I okay. did it once. I survived <laughs> and you're done. My, uh, tandem sky drive, uh, skydiver was Uva. He was great. And, oh, that's good. Um, if you're going to strap to somebody and you might die, I hope you like that. Yeah, he was cute. Yeah. And, oh, nice. Um, yeah, but he like spun me too much at the end and I like almost threw up when we landed. You <laughs> like, get on him. <laughs> yeah. <be> like, <laughs> I almost did. It was terrible. Um, so would I just do it once? Yeah, I would start with that. I don't know the answer. Is like, it like an Everest thing where you're like, I'm never doing this again? Okay, so Everest, I don't see any reason to climb that fucking mountain. I'd rather do that than go to space. Really? Yeah, 100%. Do you know how many fuckers have died on Everest? They're, they're still there. <laughs> I know. Frozen solid. Yeah, but at least that, I have background experience in search and rescue. So like for me, oh, being yeah. in the snow in the mountains, I'm like, man. Oh, you're solid. You're at least, for, yeah, the white. Oh, no, uh, I'll still probably die. Yeah. But I would rather die on earth in snow than die in the vacuum of nothingness. What's the main peak in uh, New Hampshire? Mount Washington. Mount Washington. That's where I worked. Yeah. So have you, have you gone to the top? Oh yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I worked there. (laughs) Did you watch, uh, what was that show on Netflix? The Alpinist? Yeah. I Dude, did. That fucking broke my heart. Yeah. It, you get into it thinking it's going to be like free solo where it's a cool story. And then you're like, oh, wait, he dies. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but no, it fucked yeah. me. I was like, whoa. I know. It's really fucking So for sad. me, I look at mountains and all of that. And for me, statistically, that's far more dangerous. Yeah. Oh, then space would probably be. Yeah. Statistically, you're right. Yeah. yeah you're right. <laughs> so more people die. I look at that. Yeah. And I'm just like, mm, I'm good. Yeah. I think, I think it's because I do know it better, but I have more experience with it. So I'm more yeah. numb to the danger. Yeah. You know, whereas space, I'm not numb to it. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> so you will never, just like, I'd never stop flying, even though yeah. I understand numb. I'm numb to the day. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ish. Um, yeah. Desensitized, but, I think is the technical yeah, term. Yeah, maybe desensitized yeah. is the word. But, but what, um, who's the guy who runs Virgin Galactic? The oh, crazy the crazy hair. guy. Um, Oh my God. I was just reading something about him. I know who you're talking about though. Yeah, the virgin yeah. guy. Yeah. The Mr. Virgin. virgin. Yeah. No, <laughs> I get the design. The design is because they needed something to get it up there. Yes. Um, I get that. It was actually pretty clever, but I, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, it comes down to numbers, not enough seats. Oh yeah. So I don't well, think they're the gonna ticket make it price up. is like insane. Yeah. They're gonna have to keep bumping it up though. I just, right. I, I, again, another longevity pro, uh, program that I don't think is going to make it because if it had more seats and you could charge more, I think it could, I don't think they're going to make enough money off of yeah. it. Cause once somebody does it once or twice, they're probably not going to do it again. Let's be real. Like that's a good point. I don't think people are going to keep doing it. Like, Oh, on my holiday this weekend, I'm going to spend another 200 grand. No way. There's only so many people who can afford that. Correct. They'd have to bring the price down. And then you need more seats then to and compensate then you for that. need more seats. It's too small. So I just don't think that program would work until 20 years from now, maybe. Yeah. You know, would so. you go in a submersible? 
I would go to Mars before I would go in a submersible. <laughs> if that gives you any indication. Yeah. I hate the ocean. The ocean, the ocean scares the terrifying. fucking shit out of me. It's it so me. terrifying. Oh, I hate it. People that come <laughs> here to Florida, and don't get me wrong, I'm a born and raised Floridian. I understand the dangers here. Um, but all these uh, tourists that come in and just chill on the beach, I don't think they understand how many sharks are out there. Thank you for telling me because I actually didn't know until just now. And I'm like, like, never mind. I'm like, no, fuck that. No, we are like Australia light here. (laughs) Alligators, boa constrictors. They have anacondas. uh, We have wild boar. I'm going to look around. We have Florida panthers. I mean, people don't really, it's fucking crazy around here. But going back to the ocean, the ocean is terrifying. Oh my God. The ocean scares the fucking shit out of me. Yeah. I never used to be afraid of it until ironically, I came down to the Caribbean or the Caribbean uh, until I was 16 years old. I never had a fear of the water. We were snorkeling on some island or some bougie ass white people. Like we were snorkeling. We weren't even rich. I don't know how my parents did this. Uh, We were snorkeling off some island and like a 16 stupid shit. I was like, I'm going to just go venture off into the fucking void. Mm. And so I remember just snorkeling and looking down and it just dropped. It just dropped into blue nothingness. And so I had this moment. Did you ever watch Firefly? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the Reavers. Mm -hmm. And so in the first season, at least the only one that exists, I think in the movies, they clarify what Reavers are, but in the first season, you're under the impression that Reavers are crazy because the joke is they went to the edge of the universe and they looked into the abyss and their mind snapped or some shit like that. I had that moment in the water. Oh my God. I looked out into this blue and I saw nothing. And I think I didn't even breathe. I was just staring into it. And I was like, and I became afraid of water for like the rest of my life from that oh, moment. Fa- Nothing happened. It was just the void of it made my brain snap. Well, you know, the blue hole is right a few miles off. Well, the coast of Belize. I shouldn't that's say my Florida. nightmare, man. The blue oh, hole is wild. I yeah. never want to. I feel like that's more fun from a helicopter. I don't know if like I'd want to ever touch it. Yeah, there's so many sharks out there, like just in the just, hole. Oh yeah. Around. Yeah. Oh, I thought it edge. wasn't connected to like anything. No, no, no. It, it, they swim around it. Absolutely. Oh, so I you think have I'm, to be very careful. I think I'm thinking of an Island with a hole in the center. Oh, no, of no, it. no. The actual blue hole. It's in the ocean. It's like this. Absolute, oh, fuck, absolutely. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Fuck that. Just thinking about it. I got my heart racing. Like, yeah. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Yeah, I yeah. would rather. No, I, I, anybody who goes in a submersible, I'm like, are you fucking insane? Space is safer. So I think it's, there's a TikTok star that's said it so brilliantly she's like white people <laughs> yeah that's all you give need to up the titanic i just don't give know. it up let her go yeah let her be in peace yeah stop bothering her it'll be so gone true. in like 20 years anyway so like it's so true white people love the titanic so fucking much i mean i don't get it well okay it's rotting and it's when, like i don't know when i was younger and when titanic came out i was like mm, okay leo now he's kind of creepy, but, um, Oh, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, it's a little too much. We have rumors in Hollywood, of course, about tell me, (laughs) (laughs) all right, tell me off record. I don't know. These these are like rumors that I hear through people. I have absolutely no fucking idea. I've never met the guy, but is it anything that we haven't heard on TikTok? I don't know. I don't know what's on TikTok about celebrities. I'm not on that part of TikTok. I never get those videos, but I guess I should say, I knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody like third degree separation or whatever that dated him. Interesting. And she was um, definitely under 25, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) From what I, of course, a person that I have a person of a person that I knew, but apparently when it comes to sex, there's a lot of issues. Interesting. Yeah. 
And I don't know if it, I don't know what his deal is. Like apparently the sex is really bad Mm. and there's like things about like him not being able to get it up. I don't know. Interesting. But that's like the rumor of the rumor that I've heard. But Hollywood has a lot of stupid fucking rumors that they do. Who knows? But the fact that he never dates anybody over 25 makes me think that some of the rumors I've heard are like actually legit. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's like, dude, what? What? It is a like, it's really weird. Especially now, because women can look, look. So young for so long. For so long. I know. Yeah. I have met people. Sometimes it's bad. It's just like, well, you went too far. But I have met some women up until their 60s that look fantastic. I think Helen Mirren is probably one of the most attractive human beings on earth. Yes. She's ancient, dude. And (laughs) I'd still do her, though. Even look at J-Lo. Was she 52, 53 now? Yeah, she's a little younger than my mom. It's crazy. She looks amazing. She looks better i know i actually think she looks better than when she was in her 20s oh yeah i'm like she looks more refined yeah that's way you put it she's actually in better shape than she was in her 20s you have to maintain it more when you're older so i'll never be that person i'll never be that person (laughs) you're like like, cornbread i just (laughs) you know like i can't freaking do it but yeah i just i think that's i think the 25 year old thing is really fucking weird it is weird do you think he it's not just him though Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I think yeah, it's not just him. Tends I, to be. You can't even peg it all on him. It's he's just the most famous one for it. But like, yeah, it's a epidemic <laughs> in L.A. He was so he was so good looking um, when he was younger. But, you know, he has, unfortunately, one of those faces that like it's a baby face yeah. that remained on a man's body. Yeah. It's kind of unfortunate. I don't, I still don't think he's a bad looking guy. I just, um, and he's an amazing actor. He's so good. I know. And he honestly deserves more Oscars than what he's been nominated for. So oh, I think that's all Hollywood drama too. Yes. Oh, it's such a horrible ecosystem over there. I can't, yeah. I couldn't imagine being an actor. I would never be able to do that shit. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm just too upfront and blunt, you know, like if I back in the Harvey Weinstein age, yeah. so I had a friend who um, his agent had tried to pull some of that shit. Really? Yeah, and he was 19 years old at the time. And so we were all pretty young. I had gone to pick him up from a house party up in Mm -hmm. the hills. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't talking, which was very unlike him. And I was like what the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like what happened to you and, and he and he told me about this really horrible incident with his manager like or his agent or whatever like trying to hit on him but really 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 aggressively mm-hmm. like groping him and stuff yeah and that's when he called me and was like get me the fuck out of here so i went i yeah. go i went to go pick him up and he never talked to that guy again but i was like how often do you think that happens well you know who <laughs> said that happened to him uh was it terry cruz I think he had an incident and so did Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he had it. Yeah. He got blacklisted, I guess Yeah, for that. I'm like, to be perfectly honest, I'm like the worst person when it comes to rumors and the status yeah. of what's going on in Hollywood. No. I know <laughs> <laughs> like I have friends who work in the industry, but everything mm-hmm. I hear is like through three layers of grapevine. I don't sure, even, sure. you know what I mean? I'm like, I, I've had personal interactions with a couple of them. Yeah. Um, but none have ever been like particularly bad. Mm-hmm. I sat on Amy Adams once by accident. You if sat she on ever, her? Yeah, if she ever hears that, she'll be like, that bitch. <laughs> She's sorry. I She's didn't sorry. see her. It was right after they had finished filming. <laughs> Is she short? She was sitting down. Okay. So I'm not sure. And when I realized I sat on her, I was like bent over the whole time because I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but it was really dark in my defense. And she was sitting in the corner. She was with her brother, I think, or something like that. Um, and where were you? 
We were in Rock and Riley's in West Hollywood, oh, okay. I think. And she had just finished filming the Superman at the time with Henry um, Cavill. And she just, she was in a really, she was quiet, man. She was just, she looked like she was in a bad mood and she just wanted to be like by herself, but like maybe she had to be forced to go out. Gotcha. A lot of them have to be out yeah. and about. And I just didn't see her in this corner and I was just drunk and I just sat on her and I was like, oh my gosh, she was really oh, nice man. about it, but she was definitely like. I don't know, she's just not there mentally. She yeah, was just she was like, just so like, oh, she's probably exhausted to be honest, but I always have this joke with people that when I accidentally said, and Amy Adams felt my ass by accident. <laughs> she didn't want to, but she did. But, but she did. <laughs> yeah. So I have like brief interactions like that, but nothing crazy, but that's what like living in LA is like, yeah, yeah. You run into them when you don't expect it and mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit. Well, Sorry. we, we kind of have that here in Palm Beach, like a little bit, nothing like LA. I'm sure they vacation but, here. Yeah, definitely yeah. on Palm Beach Island. You'll definitely run into people. Um, How are they with them here? Like in LA, if you approach them, you're uncool. Here, are they just like, oh my God, can I get your autograph? Um, I think it depends. No, most people don't bother them. Like uh, okay. Stallone, yeah. so so to Palm Beach Island all the time, and no one really bothers him. They're just, yeah, because he's usually, like a local. I mean, yeah, people usually just play the Rocky theme song. <laughs> I feel like he must hate that by now. Like, I mean, turn this shit off. <laughs> I mean, he made him a billionaire, so I think he's okay. true. Oh my god, wait, is he a billionaire? I I think that got he's Good like for him. like seven hundred million. Something. He's very. Can close. you imagine? Oh my god. Yes, I would love it. Um, I can't even imagine. Like, what would I do all day with my time? Be like, mm, I'm rich. Mm. Don't even know. Speaking of that, going to your childhood. Mm. So you had poverty central. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. We're going backwards a little yeah. bit. Now. So I was reading your blog, and you were in the Boston area. Oh, for the 9/11 thing, yeah. Providence at that time. In Providence, yeah. Okay. And then 9-11 happened and your parents are like, fuck this. We're moving to the forest. Yeah, basically. So, uh, yeah, so 9-11 happened and my parents were already on the brink of wanting to leave the city and just that whole Northeastern area anyway. And, um, from New Hampshire originally. No, my mom's in New York and my dad's from Boston. Well, he's from Providence, but he has a Boston accent. So they sound ridiculous together. Oh my God. My dad is the (laughs) thick, not so much anymore. It's worn down, but my dad has had a super thick Boston accent. Mm-hmm. People would be like, what the fuck is he saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they had no experience up there. Never yeah. been there a day in their life, really. Like as far as long-term living goes, and then nine 11 happened. And I mean, I'm sure if you are from the Northeast, you remember that it was just very stressful. There was this idea mm-hmm. that they're everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah especially sure. if you're in the Boston area, because it's like, Oh my God, it was right down the street, you know, yeah, kind of mentality. And my parents bought property, built a house. We were up there in like nine months. Wow. Yeah. We were up there the very next summer and I had never lived in the woods before. I, I was this born and raised city kid. Mm-hmm. And here I am at like 12 years old or whatever, living in the middle of the woods. I was like, what is this place? <laughs> I was so, I couldn't walk alone anywhere at night. Cause I was terrified. Cause it's the woods. It's not like a yeah. dark alley, which I can emotionally handle. I was right. like, there's bears and shit. <laughs> no, it's fucking like, dangerous. I'd rather deal with a robber like Gotham city style than deal with like a bobcat. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yes, exactly. I was terrified. You get used to it. But yeah, my parents put us through, <laughs> my parents put my sister and I 
both of my sisters into these summer camps that were supposed to teach us some shit, but these camps were out of Boston. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, they so at the time I thought they knew everything. They felt yeah. like, Oh, you know, wise wizards. And you know, they were like 19 years. I look back yeah. now. I'm like, those kids didn't know fucking shit because oh I have training now. So now I look back and I'm like, Oh my God, you little fucks. Yeah. So we ran out of food. We got lost. It was like three <gasps> days in North upstate New York near the Canadian border. I think maybe Vermont. This is in the camp. Yeah. Oh, cause it was a trip that the camp takes you on from oh. Boston. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, I learned what starvation was, so that was fun. And then my literal starvation. I mean, it was, we, I learned how to survive off sassafras. I learned what sassafras was. It grows everywhere. It's, it can be one, two or three leaves, which makes it hard and easy to identify. Interesting. Yeah. And you can actually for short periods of time survive off of it. So I was like, oh, so that's how I learned <laughs> about that. So I learned a lot of survival stuff off of these camps that shit the bed <laughs> out oh of Boston. God. So the joke was always that every time my parents said one of my, the youngest sister was too young. So she yeah. stayed in Boston. She had a great time. She went to the movies. She was in air conditioning. Meanwhile, yeah. my other sister and I are like starving to death and we're lost. <laughs> it was oh just, God. it was such a disaster. But you know, it's interesting about those things. You see, you really learn about yourself. Sure. So, I mean, you're only 12 good to get those lessons out of the way but i learned how selfish i become when i'm desperate and that's normal right everybody yeah. has that i was that's willing true. to steal food out of my sister's hand oh damn yeah you're like sis you're yeah. out oh she called me out too she was like what the fuck because when we finally got to camp they got pizza for us they yeah. had it waiting for us because they knew that mm -hmm. we didn't have any food and i was like ready to snatch it out of her fucking hand it was peanut butter too i think it was a jar of peanut butter and like pizza. And she called me out and I never did it again. I realized like how my brain was adjusting information. Wow. And I was like, oh, this is fucked up. Never did that again. So you would have like ate your sister. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, I'm so hungry, dude. I'm like looking at her fingers like, you don't need those motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you just, I'm glad I got all those lessons out when I was really wow. young. So I didn't have to deal with them when I was older. You know, and if like we're looking for somebody, I'm not going to have that mindset where I'm like, I'll fucking eat people <laughs> like no nope, yeah. been there, done that. Like, I know what it takes to psychologically power through. Did you guys have running water and electricity in the place? Yeah, we had an okay. artesian well. Um, so okay. our water oh, wow. tasted like blood. Mm. So that was weird. That was a weird fun time. Uh, yeah. Little vampire. <laughs> when people came and visited, they were like, your water literally smells like blood. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Cause it had a high iron level. Yeah. So that's what mm -hmm. made it smell like that. Uh, we had, we had solar panels for, uh, the chicken coop and we were going to build it for the house. My dad wanted to build wind panels, but the town turned it down cause they said it would be an eyesore. My dad's like, there are 900 families that live in this whole fucking town. 900. Yeah. And you want to tell me it's an eyesore to fucking who yeah like it's the middle of the forest um so they turned him down but he was always fighting to like he t he says the house was about 90 percent self-sufficient okay so you can it is designed to be disconnected from the world yeah but whoever lives in it now probably doesn't even know that because all the pipes are underground so like did your parents kind of like turn into like preppers yeah they were definitely oh. doomsday preppers in yeah. my mind they don't consider themselves that they're like we're normal but, <laughs> totally <fine>. but <laughs> my sisters and i are like a little got a little crazy there for a little hot second oh my god um, yeah that the house was ready to go literally yeah. i mean we lost power all the time because mm -hmm. it's the north country like with some of the worst weather and every time we lost power my dad i think he was the twinkle in his eyes like this is it kids this is the end you know like we're getting this is our lives now he kind of wanted it to like be true I kind of think, what is that quote? Um, in our hearts, all 
people are waiting for the end of the world or something like that. It, it's, it's true though. I think everybody's waiting for the end of the world, yeah. but my parents were actually doing something about it, wow. which most people think they are. They're like, I have my backpack packed. I'm like, that's fucking nice. Yeah. You're going to last five minutes, dude. <laughs> right. Like, I, and I have a friend who, um, he's gonna be so psyched. I mentioned him because he loves attention, but, um, you attention he, horses. He totally is. Uh, he's ex military. So okay. he did two tours in Iraq and Afghanistan and he mm-hmm. had to go up in the mountains on like, missions that it's up to him to talk about. But, uh, so he's had to do a lot of survival stuff. Uh-huh. So we always have this, well, like people sometimes, I don't know when it comes up, but every now and then someone will be like, Hey, so if this happens, what should I do? And he'll look at them and be like, you fucking die. Uh-huh. Like, he's like, you have no idea what it takes and you're not going to oh do God. it. It's too fucking hard. I'm like, if there's a zombie apocalypse, bite me, dude, just take me out now because yeah. there's no way I'm trained yeah. for. It and even I wouldn't do it. You're like, no. So when people who have no training and background are like, I'd survive. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> like, I mean, sorry, it's LA accent. Yeah. But yeah. So him and I are just like, you gotta be kidding me. Do you have so any idea? What would, okay. So say you're stuck out in the woods, say you're stuck anywhere. What would be your top three things to tell someone to do? I mean, it depends on the ecosystem, but I would say in order of operations, weather's probably bad wherever you are, but yeah. shelter, Numero uno, because exposure is the thing Makes that sense. kills you first. Um, and then water and food. So that would be my order. Yeah. Um, someone tested me with that once when I was in Austria and I got it right. And they were like, okay. Really? Yeah, he was actually, he was ex, um, he was special forces for the Austrian military and he was in Rwanda oh. during okay. the genocide. And so he's like this hardcore trained like survivor and his, his girlfriend was like, he's told me some stuff, but I want to see if it's right. But yeah. I felt like she was quizzing me. And uh, I answered that exact same thing. And he looked at me and goes, see, that's what it is. What it yeah. is. And I'm like, yeah. Cause I don't think people think shelter is number one, but it's like, it is actually in my mind. I would have thought water would be number one. Cause I know it's you can't not. live more than what, two days without water, three, three, but you can't last more than three hours with exposure in certain conditions. So it's like, yeah. actually exposure is the thing that's, yeah. but people okay, think they can sense. just power their way through it. They're fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm from one of the coldest places in America period. And the yeah. amount of people who are like, no, I, I won't get frostbite. I'm like, it's not a choice you make. Exactly. <laughs> it's, I it had a you. major climate shock when I moved to Montreal, do my undergrad oh. being born and raised Flor- yeah. Florida girl. And you're not joking. There is one day I went to school. It was negative 23 degrees Fahrenheit. That's pretty brutal. And Canadians were like, oh, it's fine. It's normal. I'm just yeah. like, okay. Fucking <laughs> they're like lying to you. Yeah. They're like she fell for it. <laughs> and I have a good friend up there. Uh, she's still there. I remember one day she was, that was the day she was like, oh, you know, all Canadians go, oh, they're like, oh, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. She's like, oh, Bells, do you want to go get ice cream? And I'm like, the fuck? Bitch, it is negative 23. It's like a rock. You yeah. just have to gnaw on it. She's like, and? Ugh. Like, no. It's like soft. Now, I have to give Montreal this. I think Atlanta has this too. They have a complete underground city. So Boston you, has, Northeastern has something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you literally, the way my school was designed, you didn't even have to go above the right, subway. Right, right. Yeah. Even some of my classes were technically like below in the subway area God. and it was, and it was cool. I get it. Um, that's it's, Mars. It's still kind of cold. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> See, ah. no one's going to like it. Everyone's going to be miserable. I just, yeah. You're underground. Yeah. Yeah. It would say, I would see you'd have to go through psychological preparation. Never I seen guess. the sun. Yeah. Ugh. 
I'm not yeah. sh- sometimes I'm okay with that though. I know. I burn easily. <laughs> Needs, oh yeah, dude, we have you the know. same. Co- yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, but even I still need to like set my eyes on it and be like sunlight. No, absolutely. There was days in the winter there in Montreal. Like, I mean, literally, it got dark at two p.m. Yeah, and yeah. that really fucked with me. Coming from the sunshine state, I understand we have a lot of rainy days here, but it's no, that's still dark. That's like dark. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So and you're freezing set. and you're freezing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's mm, no, no you. joke. Yeah. And people think they can just power through it. And I dig it. I guess it wasn't technically frostbite. My skin froze. The first time I had to get the ice off my windshield. Was it that bubbly white shit? Yeah. It was clear? just, it hurt. It yeah. hurt so bad. Even when I was warming it up, I was just like, ah, it's painful. It was so painful. Yeah. And I remember, uh, they were like, Oh, your skin froze. I'm like, Oh, that's a weird way of putting it. Yeah, that's what they said to me. I think we were like, you're fine until frostbite, which I've had a couple of times. That was not fun. And it's terrible. I mean, I didn't have to go to the hospital, but it was very painful to like thaw out. You can't really do anything unless you have gangrene and then you have to like cut it off. But frostbite is like stages before that. And Mm. you just, you just kind of take it. Yeah. But I can't feel anything from my eyes down. My face is completely fucked up. Still? Yeah. Yeah. It's for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh yeah. My friends, I have one friend who most of her hands and half her body because she got into an accident and then she was exposed to the cold. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. What's the craziest like rescue mission you've done like on the mountain? Well, I was only 16, so I wasn't, I was just like learning about it. And if they needed people and it was that desperate, they'd let me go out basically. Mm -hmm. But it was only if it was in this particular area. Got it. Um, I mean, there was like one guy we found, mm, that was my first, that was my first interaction with like, a cold to death. I don't know. It's like, it was, it wasn't my first time dealing with death. It was just something about it. But we had gotten word that somebody called and said, I think somebody is on my property, which mm-hmm. is weird. And people don't usually make those calls. Yeah. So fishing game was like, what the fuck? Um, so <laughs> we went out there. It was just a couple of us. And it, Cause it was a, somebody I knew. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, I'll go out too. And, uh, this guy was just in the middle of winter sitting on a rock. He has back to us and he wasn't moving. And I was like, this is not going to be good. <laughs> so, mm. uh, I, I walked around the corner and he looked like he was asleep, man. But, um, people go out there and drink fall asleep and they just let the cold take them. That's a very peaceful way to go supposedly. Yeah. But I just remember standing there at 16 and being like, what the fuck? Damn. I was like this. I don't know if I want to do this job. Yeah. Um, the most annoying was a kid actually. So for the most part, kids, when they get annoying lost, that he died. No, 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 oh. no. He was just, he was just a piece <laughs> like, of shit. God, I would have preferred if he did. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> am I? <laughs> so, but They're kind of annoying. <laughs> he was the, I mean, the worst people to rescue are full grown men. A hundred percent of the time, it works 60% of the time. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, people are uh, nervous, shy. They feel bad. They're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't need your help. I'm good. You know, but in a kind of I'm ashamed way. Yeah. Um, But you have a lot of men who are like, do you have like a guy with you who can help me? And you're like, no, I'm a bitch. (laughs) It's just me. Really? It happens a lot. You ask any women who work in, they work in the ocean, they work in the mountains, the desert. You'll hear that. They'll be like, yeah, the men are just like, or do they think you're just not able to like pick yeah. them up or something? Yeah. They think oh, you're not okay. capable that you don't know shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're yeah. like That's from bullshit. Boston and you're like, what the fuck do you know, dude? I remember being you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know anything. The most part, they're the most difficult to work with mm-hmm. because they don't want your help. And so you're like, okay, so you just wait, you just sit there and you wait for them to really? take your help. Yeah. Actually, I, I think I <laughs> know what you're alluding to. Cause even I, I've had to kind of dealt with, with my dad was sick and he was 
pride. Far more difficult than my grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> or cool. even my mom's or my sister, you know, I mean, yeah. just in general. But yeah, so I could see how that can translate. Except this time is working against you. Yeah, absolutely. That's Because it's like, well, now you're putting me at, dan- in, at risk. So yeah. thanks, asshole. Yeah. The worst was probably a kid. Um, only because the, the whole, he really had some attitude. He had been snowboarding, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had been told that some kid didn't show up when he was supposed to at noon. We had a storm mm-hmm. coming in. The sun was already setting. And they think he went out of bounds, which mm-hmm. means it becomes the problem of like our version of search and rescue. Basically, we have different names for stuff. So they were like, everybody just go out. And if you see anything, just let us know. And of course, I'm the motherfucker who found him. I don't know what it was. I just, I'm like, how old was he? 12. Oh, but I was 16. I mean, like, you know, we're both stupid shits, you know, but I don't, I'm, I'm very good at finding people. And I, I remember seeing a trail that just jutted off into the woods and I was like, I bet it's him. I bet that's (laughs) him. And so I followed it. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, usually kids are like fine, mm-hmm. like, okay. And they just do whatever you tell them. Right. Cause you, you're wearing the uniform. Yeah. They just, you know, but he, man, I don't know. He was buried in snow. I think he had probably fractured his leg. I never found out okay. something was up with his leg. Mm. Um, and I was just trying to get him to follow me and he just put up such a fucking stink about it. And I was really? like, well, I can leave you here to die or cause you will die. There's no way you'll survive out here. And I don't know how long it's going to take to get someone else out to you. Yeah. And we still have to make it down. So this is going to be a long night, kid. I don't know what to tell you because we have yeah. to walk it because something was wrong with his leg and I can't carry him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I did, we would both sink into the snow. So I'm like, I'm literally going to have to like drag you on ski. I didn't even know what to do. I was like, I'm not trained for this. <laughs> um, and then I had a friend who was like, why didn't you call it? And I'm like, oh, you think they gave me a walkie? Yeah. I didn't have one. Oh and this God. is before cell phones, really. There's no reception in the spot anyway. So I'm like, it's me and you, kid. Yeah. What do you want to do? You know, because I can leave you and I'll go home and eat food. Like, yeah, I yeah. like this is nothing to me. I so. almost ate my own sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost ate my sister's fingers, dude. I don't give a shit. I'm crazy. Uh, I don't even know your ass. <laughs> but, uh, I was different back then. I was kinder. Uh, so, it. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit nicer. Uh, he eventually started following me. He was bitching the whole time. We moved really slow. We finally got down within a couple of hours, which wasn't bad because mm-hmm. we had to traverse this little like melted river thing, which <gasps> was a whole thing. Wow. Um, yeah, it was just a whole ordeal because I didn't have anything I needed for this. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? I was totally unprepared. Finally got him down. Um, I think he went off into an ambulance. His parents came out, grabbed him. Not even my boss said thanks. Yeah. Nobody said shit to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want this job. That was actually the moment I realized I did not want to do search wow. and rescue because I was like, you're assholes, all of you. Yeah. And I get it because search and rescue fucking sucks. Yeah. Like the, the, the physical part of it is the fun part to me. Yeah. I like suffering. I know it sounds really weird, but like, <laughs> I kind of like the suffering of it. Cause I like seeing what I can yeah. do, you know? Yeah. And I, I enjoy that. And also when you do it with other people, you create a bond yeah. that to this day, I feel like those people would take a bullet for me, which is sure. Nice. sure. Um, but it's the management and not everywhere. Yeah. It depends on where you are. Sure, and this sure. is 20 years ago. It's the management. And then it's the people who you save that are yeah. just fucking insufferable. I wouldn't even say save. I never saved anybody. I found people. I was good at finding yeah. people. I didn't save yeah. shit. Legally. I actually couldn't touch them. Oh, interesting. So because I worked for various parts of the mountain, like different resorts or ski resorts or the hotel or whatever, if I, and I wasn't fully trained because I was just 16. Yeah. I was just learning all this stuff. I didn't actually like get an EMT license or whatever it is. If I touched them and something went wrong, they could sue me. So everyone was always like, never touch them. So even that kid, I couldn't touch him. 
I could put them on skis and push the skis. Maybe I was always trying to figure out a way to like, I see get around okay. that, but I was so paranoid. I was going to get it's kind of the same. If there's a car accident, they say, don't touch them. That's different though. The good Samaritan laws protect you, but not when mm. you work for mm. a company that's basically being a part of solving this problem gotcha. in whatever facet that may be. So I was like, I don't want to do this. So job. when you find someone, do they get a bill at the end for the resources that were so, used? Back in the day, from what I understand, we mm-hmm. they didn't charge them. Oh, really? But it became such a problem. We had so many deaths, or not, well, not deaths, but like really severe injuries. And we did have deaths in this area that it's that if a helicopter was called, you had to pay for that. Yeah. I don't know how far they stretched it, but I know the helicopter was like super fucking expensive. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, now they start charging. I think they should charge you entirely. I think if search and rescue is, char- is called on you and you did something fucking stupid, you like, you went under the ropes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you went somewhere you weren't supposed to go. Yeah. I think you should front that bill. Cause like yeah. you have no idea how many people's lives you put at risk. Yeah. Because you're what it, like crazy. I don't I don't yeah. Know. Or, you know, what might be an interesting way to take care of that is if you, especially if it's like on a, a mountain that you're already charging a pass to go into, maybe everyone yeah. gets like an insurance amount they have to pay for and it goes into the pool. That would be a good idea. Yosemite should take notes right now. You know, honestly just saying, and yeah. so at least you pay for your insurance. If anything happens, at least there's like a little coverage there. <laughs> this is such an American solution. <laughs> Can you imagine Europeans talking about this? They'd be like, oh, why is it not covered? Yeah. It's like, cause we're, cause we're not we punished at 60%. <laughs> that too. We punish here. <laughs> we punish. That's yeah. different though. That's you doing something wrong. Right, right, right. That's why I'm and, saying I do you know, think that it's, if you bought the insurance, not that it gives you a license to do more wrong things, but maybe it just kind of helps with the financial burden that comes along with huge being stupid, especially (laughs) if you get somebody hurt who like is 16 years old and is just trying to help out. And and these sports like skiing is dangerous. Snowboarding is dangerous. If you don't know what you're doing, those are different accidents. I wasn't even thinking about. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying even height, just anything in the snow amongst the mountain is a dangerous sport. People don't even think about it. They have no idea how dangerous. I do. I get so, (laughs) then I'm just like, no, I'm going to have like hot chocolate at the bottom. Oh, I have friends who are like, you can teach me. I'm like, you don't want to go where I go. Yeah. Like you don't want to follow me, dude. I've been doing this for like 20 plus years, 25 years. Can you do like black diamonds and stuff? (laughs) Are you like a triple black diamond girl? I I am. uh, I'm super cocky on a snowboard. Super, super cocky. Yeah, because I used to teach it and shit. I do like the bunny slopes. Oh, no, I've been doing. scared. Oh, yeah. No, I I was on a ski team. I taught snowboarding. I mean, mixed Yeah, I'm fucking psycho. Yeah, I would drop out of a helicopter. Well, you have to understand, like, when growing up in Florida, like, yeah, you could water ski here, but like, no one, you know, you know who I know who water skied here? They were Canadians. Oh, (laughs) yeah, because I'm like, I water skied. Yeah, yeah. No, water skiing is cool, but it's not, it's not really done here that much. So being, no, it's, it's really not as big as people think. I would think it would be like in the little water alleys you guys have. No, we're more like kayakers and canoers and like get on a boat and like drink yourself stupid. You got to put your life in danger. That's the only way to have fun. We do. There's alligators or sharks. (laughs) (laughs) That's how, yeah, touche. Okay. Okay. Snakes, spiders, you know, the whole big thing. That makes sense. All right. 
This has been amazing. Tell everyone yeah. where they can find you. Shout out your handles. Oh God. Yeah. So on TikTok, you're going to have to spell it. I know everybody <laughs> hates this word. I'm like, I should have picked a better name. It's modern day underscore Eratosthenes. Eratosthenes. Eratosthenes is how it's pronounced. Yeah. And everyone yes. looks at it like, why would you do that? I'm like, cause I, no, he's, he's no actually branding. amazing. I research him. He's I, an amazing guy. I did not know this. He was a Greek mathematician. Also was mm-hmm. a poet. Oh he my God. was a librarian yeah. at the library of Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Philosopher, musician. Philosopher. Yeah. amazing. And he actually figured out that the earth was round mm-hmm. due to the shadow from of two a- sticks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Take that, flat earthers. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, totally I mean, brilliant. The Greek guy. guy from 500 BC can figure it out. You should. I don't even. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, he did it with sticks, you idiots. Yeah. Two sticks in the Two sand. Sticks. Like, come on. I think we can all. Yeah, he got it down to almost entire precision. Like, because he also figured out the radius of the earth, too, with that. It, it's like, like, when what I was the sure, fuck? I knew the name, but then I researched it. I'm like, oh, this dude's fucking. Yeah, he's amazing. baller. I just yeah, wish he baller. had, like, Bob or something. Like, I just. It's a hard name. Oh, it's such a but hard name. a lot name. of Greek names are. I know, but he's just. I know, I think everyone's like, Eratosthenes. I'm like, well, oh. you know what? I lived in the Greek section of Montreal. They oh. all had different names because no one could pronounce their real names. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. I get it. Cause like yeah. once they showed me their license, I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> There's too many letters. Oh, it's, it's too many letters. Their language is like, well, the ancient language is like, even like German packed like, too many letters. I will never learn German because of that. I'm <laughs> like, you have eight syllables right. in one word. I'm going to shoot myself. Well, thank yep. you, darling, for coming. Well, thank Cheers. You. Yeah. Cheers.